Day by Day podcast for the third week of June, 2018. Welcome to the Day by Day podcast with me, Siobhan. This week, we celebrate a symbol of summer and a symbol of many things. Follow the show on Facebook and Twitter at Day by Day Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud and email me at daybydaypodcast at gmail.com. She sells seashells by the seashore. The shells she sells are surely seashells. So if she sells shells on the seashore, I'm sure she sells seashore shells. Shells. This Thursday, June 21st, is National Seashell Day. Though when it was first celebrated in 2016, it occurred on June 20th. It has since been celebrated on June 21st, the first day of summer. While Seashell Day is touted as a national holiday, I can really only find celebrations occurring around Fort Myers and Sanibel Island in Florida. No surprise, since Sanibel Island is the seashell capital of the world. Sanibel is an island in southwest Florida's Lee County. It is a barrier island that is part of a large plateau extending out into the Gulf of Mexico for miles. This plateau acts like a shelf for seashells to gather. Sanibel has an east-west orientation, whereas most islands are north-south, so the island has great sandy beaches and an abundance of shells. A seashell is the exoskeleton of an invertebrate and is typically composed of calcium carbonate or chitin. The shell is left empty after the animal dies, then the shell is washed up on shore. Shells have been used throughout history for many different purposes. Many parts of the world have used shells as currency. The most common form of shell currency is the cowrie shell, also known as the money cowrie. Seashells have been used as tools throughout the world because of their strength and varied shapes and sizes. Giant clam shells have been used as bowls, bathtubs, and baptismal fonts. Because seashells are in some areas a readily available bulk source of calcium carbonate, Shells such as oyster shells are sometimes used as soil conditioners in horticulture. The shells are broken or ground into small pieces in order to have the desired effect of raising the pH and increasing the calcium content in the soil. The shells of large sea snails are used as trumpets by cutting a hole in the spire of the shell or cutting off the tip of the spire altogether. Conch shells are frequently used as trumpets. And shells of all different types are used for art, decoration, and personal adornment. Items known as sailors' valentines were 19th century decorative keepsakes made in the Caribbean and were purchased by sailors to give to their loved ones back home. These gifts consisted of elaborate arrangements of small seashells glued into attractive symmetrical designs which were encased on a wooden hinged box frame. The patterns used often featured heart-shaped designs or included a sentimental expression of love spelled out in small shells. Shell necklaces have been found in graves dating back to the Stone Age. On June 21st this year, 1,500 participants will gather on Fort Myers Beach and attempt to set a world record for the largest human image of a seashell. The current record is held by the Shell Oil Company. It was set on October 17th of 2017 and consisted of 855 participants. 
If you can't make it to Fort Myers Beach or Sanibel Island for National Seashell Day, you can still celebrate by collecting seashells at your local beach and use the hashtag National Seashell Day. I love every part of the rainbow, but if I had to choose just one though, take some red, add some white, stir it up, that's just right. Well, actually, pink is made up of red and blue, as explained in the Minute Physics video you can find on the day-by-day -day Twitter and Facebook pages. Even more precisely, the color pink is absent from the visible spectrum and is neither a wave nor a particle. But I'm making things complicated. This Saturday, June 23rd, is National Pink Day. There are several Pink Day celebrations throughout the year, including one in February and April, but this week's National Pink Day is meant to celebrate all things the color pink represents. Pink was first used as a color name in the 17th century and gets its name from flowers called pinks. Pink is also found in nature in the feathers of flamingos. Their color is based on bacteria and beta carotene in their food supply. A white or pale flamingo is malnourished. Domesticated pigs have been bred to have a pink skin color, which is really a lack of melanin. One of the earliest uses of pink is in the frescoes in the palace of Menelaus in Tyrene, dating back to around 2000 BC. During the Renaissance, pink was commonly used in paintings for the color of flesh, though the pigment was called cinebris. In the 18th century, pink was very fashionable in the courts of Europe. And in England in the 19th century, pink ribbons or decorations were often worn by young boys. Boys were considered small men, and while men in England wore red uniforms, boys wore pink. In the 1920s, some groups had been describing pink as a masculine color, an equivalent of the red that was considered to be for men, but lighter for boys. An article in the trade publication Earnshaw's Infants Department in June 1918 said, The generally accepted rule is pink for the boys and blue for the girls. The reason is that pink, being a more decided and stronger color, is more suitable for the boy, while blue, which is more delicate and dainty, is prettier for the girl. But stores found that people were increasingly choosing to buy pink for girls and blue for boys until this became an accepted norm in the 1940s. And it still stands today that blue, primarily baby blue, is for boys and pink is for girls. A very obvious symbol at trendy gender reveal parties. Many companies use a signature shade of pink in their brand, including Mary Kay, Pepto-Bismol, Victoria's Secret, and T-Mobile. Insulation manufactured by Owens Corning is dyed pink, with the Pink Panther as its corporate mascot. The company holds a trademark on the color pink for insulation products in order to prevent competitors from using it, and is the first company in the United States to trademark a color, which is known as color marking. Barbie has a signature pink color, and of course, there's the popular Pink Ladies from Greece. The Pink Ladies pledge to act cool, to look a pink triangle customarily represents the gay, lesbian, and bisexual community. The origin of this symbol goes back to its use in Nazi concentration camps to identify homosexual prisoners. Today it is used as a symbol of pride. 
Since 1992, a pink ribbon represents breast cancer awareness and research. According to Pantone, the world-renowned authority on color, light pinks connote sweetness and tenderness, muted dusty pinks are more sophisticated and upscale, and brighter pinks are more whimsical and fun. In Western countries, pink is typically associated with femininity, though that perception is losing traction recently as many men wear pink ties and shirts as part of a suit, proving that real men wear pink. But in Japan, pink has a masculine association. Jaipur City in India is known as the Pink City because of the dominant color scheme of its buildings. In 1876, the city was painted pink as a sign of hospitality to welcome the Prince of Wales and Queen Victoria, after which time many structures have remained pink. Baker Miller pink, also known as drunk tank pink, is a tone of pink claimed through scientific studies to reduce hostile, violent, and aggressive behavior, and has been used in correctional facilities, psychiatric hospitals, and youth clinics to effectively reduce erratic behavior. Other shades of pink have been used in similar facilities to achieve the same results. Some sports teams, notably the University of Iowa Hawkeyes, have painted the visiting team's locker room pink in order to create a calming effect and give the home team an advantage. In Thailand, pink is associated with Tuesday on the Thai solar calendar. Anyone may wear pink on Tuesdays, and anyone born on a Tuesday may adopt pink as their color. And to say you're tickled pink means you're pleased. I'm sure you've never thought about color this much before. So this Saturday, whether you celebrate Barbie pink, pink frosting, or raise awareness for breast cancer, I hope you avoid the drunk tank pink and have a great national pink day. That's it for this week. Remember to follow the podcast on Facebook and Twitter at daybydaypodcast and email daybydaypodcast at gmail.com. The podcast is also available on iTunes and SoundCloud, where you can listen to past episodes. If you're listening to the show through iTunes, please take a minute or two to leave a review and share the podcast with your friends. Let me know how you take part in any of these observances and if you know of any holidays that I should talk about. I'll be back soon. Until then, remember to make each day count.